touchdown. Man, oh, it's Keith Jackson would say, whoa, Millie. Can you believe that? Back to back. That's 24 yards for a pick six. Crazy. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. It is Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Monday morning, reacting to week nine. Looking ahead here, we'll get to Monday Night Football. We will get to some futures for college basketball as the season is about tip off and uh, some shakeup in college football over the week. So that's coming up here. Well, let's talk through the NFC. We heard the call there. Al Michaels last night. The Rams go down. Tough week for the top of the, Well, a lot of the top of the NFC, I should say. Aaron Rodgers, a whole bunch of crazy last week. He's not there for the game. And uh, Jordan Love does not look good. And the Packers lose to the Chiefs. Cowboys lose at home to the Broncos. And one of the biggest shockers of the season. Tampa Bay on a bye. Rams go down at home. Saints, Joe, you've been screaming about them, putting Sean Payton in jail. They go down to the Falcons. So here's our updated numbers here in the NFC. And I find it remarkable that the names keep shifting, but the line of demarcation is significant. So here's where we have. We have five teams at five to one or shorter. Tampa Bay plus two eight. It's all from FanDuel Sportsbook. Rams four to one. Cardinals plus four fifty. Packers five to one. Cowboys now down to five to one to win the conference. Okay, so there's five teams, five to one or better. Then you have the Saints. I don't know if the books know what to do with this team. They have no quarterback. Peyton's a coach deer candidate. They're 18 to 1. You know there's no other team in the NFC, and that's six teams, right? So someone else has to make the playoffs. Inherently, right. someone else has to have a chance. You know there's no other team in the NFC at shorter than 45 to 1 to win that conference? And it's the Seahawks, who currently are quarterbacked by Geno Smith until Russell gets back. To it's win the Seahawks. conference. Yeah. Yes. Seahawks 45 to 1. Niners 55 to 1, Vikings 55 to 1, Eagles, who are 3 and 6, 90 to 1. So, I mean, the reality is it's five teams, and like someone else has to go to the playoffs, and then whatever we're going to do with the Saints because they win, but they're not that good. I, I, I don't even know what to say about them. Uh, it's a five team conference. How did yesterday shake things up? Look, how about we react to this? Aaron, we just had Mike Lombardi on, and he called the Rams soft. I thought that was yeah. interesting. I mean, they're good. You know, they've been good all year, but that was that was pretty damning from him about 10 but, minutes ago on this show. I thought the same thing. And when you look at the NFC and where some of these teams line up, the Rams at 7-2, and two, I keep asking myself who is the most elite team in the NFL right now, and it's got to be the Cardinals and the Bucks for me. Um, looking at this right now, I, I just don't know what to do with the Packers. They're right there. But then kind of on the outskirts for me is the Cowboys and the Rams. Yeah, so in the AFC side, and we went over that a little bit earlier, but if we're looking for value, if we're looking for those bigger numbers, 45 to 1 or deeper, um, I don't think you're going to find it in the NFC. I mean, you can find it, but your chances of winning – of beating through these teams at the top, a couple of them, and back-to-back weekends, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Dallas, Arizona. Like, Dallas flat out laid an egg yesterday. But that's not who they are, right? It's the first time they didn't cover spread uh, with that big loss all season long. And I, I understand what Lombardi's saying about the Rams, which I, what's intriguing about it is many believe many people believe that their record of 7-1 and one heading into last night 
what, while we, we talk so much about the offensive rankings was just as much built up on the defense. So I I have not seen it this year. They have that top end star power on defense, but you know, rankings wise, they're just not there with the elite. The offense has been elite, but the defense has not been. And what do we what what's going to happen when they're trailing? So that's what we've been talking a lot this year. Everybody is like how aggressive Staley is. Some of these other younger coaches. McVay is so damn conservative. When they're down, he's going for field goal after field goal to keep it a two-score game. Like, what are we doing here, man? Like, how is he going to change his mindset? He could not adjust on the fly. Like, Vrabel's out coaching him. Like, you know, he's running circles around him last night. So, but you know, I understand wanting to look for value and trying to figure out which team is going to sneak into the playoffs. Maybe anything can happen. But I just don't see any of these teams that are going to be up for seeds number six, six and seven having the ability and the firepower to take down a couple of these top teams, one through five. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be I'd be shocked if we get the NFC champion that isn't from that top five. Shocked. And I know the NFL things happen. So so how do we handicap this? It has to be I mean, Russ, right? Like, that's he's the only... Uh, of that group, let's go down the list right now. Simeon, yeah. Ryan, Darnold, Cousins, uh, whatever the Niners want to do. They're, I assume you have to go to Lance at some point. Uh, Fields, like all these guys, I, I guess we can throw Hurts in there as well since they have a few wins, even though they're really not in the race. Uh, Seattle's the only one with a dependable quarterback once he returns. And if he returns yeah. this week, I certainly uh, expect them to start with a victory. <laughs> you know, what point we're like – is Russ going to return? Could Seattle have a top five pick, one of the worst records in the NFL, if he doesn't return? But Geno Smith just kept on covering point spreads, and they might be in a decent spot. You know, San Francisco might fall behind them. So what's interesting is I agree. It's got to be – if you're taking someone that's a long shot, it's Russell Wilson. But yeah. here's the problem with Seattle, the division they play in. Right down the stretch, they have to play the Rams and the, uh, and the Cardinals. I think that gives an advantage to, I mean, pick out your team. It could be the Falcons, Eagles, Vikings. Like one of those teams probably, I think, more likely to make the playoffs because they mm-hmm. just have an easier path. But whatever, those teams are the bottom. They're not really getting anywhere. I, so, I, I, yeah, I'm with you. The, the value is 45 to 1 on Russ, but that's it. So how do we handicap the top? Is this going to be about who gets the bye? Does that matter? Like I, I'm talking about Tampa Bay. We've talked about them all year, how bad they've been on the road. If you tell me now Tampa Bay has home field advantage in this five-team NFC, I like them to get back to the Super Bowl. If they have to go on the road, I don't like them as much. They just haven't been the same team away. Aaron, if you're at the top of the NFC right now, who's your favorite bet? Cardinals? No. I think Buccaneers for me. I don't know if I'm ready to put the Cardinals there yet. Um, I just don't – I think it's Buccaneers, Cardinals, Packers, Cowboys, Rams would be my top five in that order yeah i'm not ready to go off the cowboys yet i still think there's a lot there that was an egg yesterday joe you mentioned it um every team has one and i feel like doesn't this doesn't the last two weeks kind of even itself out like when Dak got hurt in new england if you had told me they're gonna go one and one against the vikings and the broncos the next couple games and without just telling me blind like you don't know what Dak's status is just one and one i would have said all right that makes sense maybe you miss a game or whatever they happened to win the game he didn't play. They got blown out in the game he did play. But I, I'm not That's off true. Dallas. And also their schedule. Like, they have the Falcons this week. The thing why I can't roll out the Cowboys is they've got such a great schedule. Yeah. I mean, Aaron, it's, you're just, right. it's laid out there for them. And this week, Seahawks at Packers. 
I know we were just talking about Russell Wilson. I was looking at that line. Packers minus five and a half favorites. Uh, that's going to be a good game. I, I was hoping that we would get some value, and I don't think we will, just with these teams coming off some uh, pretty bad losses. Arizona, no. Uh, Green Bay, everybody's just going to say, Man, you don't get any value because Aaron Rodgers wasn't out there. And even if they lose next week, Aaron Rodgers wasn't out there. Uh, we'll see if that's the case. But, yeah, the Dallas thing, it's like they were. it was going to happen. It was bound to happen one of these games. We just didn't think it was going to be Denver. And, by the way, Teddy Bridgewater – on the road as an underdog again it happened I know, I love again it. We, we brought it up yesterday he is 19 and 3 against the spread 19 and 3 against the spread in his career as a road underdog truly remarkable but so uh, just be a dog every week just play on the road don't play in denver usually you want to back the broncos at home as a dog but <laughs> no just make sure you're playing playing on the road but all these teams are trash let's be honest i mean and what are the saints going to do they're sitting right there with that six spot like you're going to roll with Trevor Simeon? Okay, maybe you make the move to Taysom Hill. I agree with Lombardi. I was saying the same thing yesterday. But when you make that move, he's a one-dimensional quarterback. Like, what's, he, what's he going to do for you? It's, and I can't and, believe and that line's Thomas only is two and a half year. against the Titans. That seems short. I feel like that's giving the Saints a little too much credit. People are just waiting for this Titans thing to stop. Like When, when is their – they're coming off a high-flying win – on Sunday night, as big underdogs again. I, I believe that's four straight as underdogs that they've won outright. Amazing. Yeah. You, you would think what, the market would start to adjust. What do you guys make of the line right now over at FanDuel for the Packers and the Seahawks? We don't know yet about either starting quarterback. You could have both starters in there. Rodgers could be back from COVID. Russell Wilson could be back well, from the, the finger injury. Well, didn't LaFleur say he's playing? I thought he did. Whether he doesn't practice all week or not, he's still playing. I thought he said. So he would have to test negative, though, right? It's not, I think it's like, and I, I think yeah. ten days, ten days is a pretty long amount of time. And if you assuming heard Aaron, he, yeah, he tests negative, I think. Yeah, I mean, if you heard Aaron on Friday, he's got himself a concoction that he heard on a podcast, so he, he's he's taking the medicine he needs, and he'll be he'll be back coming up next week. But what, <laughs> what whatever. Well, it you is. know what I would do? I would sit Rogers with no practice. Just sure to let another shot. Another shot. I so they're playing it in the middle, but there's five and a half. They're, they're kind of saying the they're they're leaning heavily, saying that Rodgers is going to play. And let's say it's five and a half on Friday. If you get word on Saturday that he's playing, like it's going to seven with all the money that's going to flood. But what's the going on with the Russ situation? I mean, Russ got oh, the no. pin removed from his finger. So, all right, it's five and a half now. If Rodgers and Russ play, what's the number? Five and a half. I know you've got to. That's what I was thinking. Maybe it doesn't move. Maybe that's why it's at five and a half. Well, you know, <laughs> you know what we've learned. What we've learned is that the downgrade from Russ to Gino is not as big as we thought, and the downgrade from Rogers to Love might be bigger than we thought, right? Yeah. So what's the yeah? Well, and then we got we're gonna monitor this all week. I mean, this is this yeah. is this week's Cardinals. This is this week's Cowboys. Except we have both quarterbacks. Okay, I think, here, here's how I would handle it. I, I would bet the Seahawks because I don't think Rodgers is going to play, and I could be wrong on that. We'll follow everything throughout the week. We'll, we'll see what happens with the line movement. I don't think he's going to play. And if he does play, remember, unvaccinated. How is he going to look? I'm not saying he's going to be Jordan Love, but how is he going to look? Sure. We don't know. We have no idea. And there is that chance, if you want to back the Seahawks early, 
that Rodgers is not out there, that he doesn't clear it. I mean, we, we see guys return quickly, guys that are vaccinated. But what about the ones everybody, – everybody's different. I, I don't know how his body's going to react. So we are just guessing. But if you're looking to get a good number, I would think Seattle's a pretty good number. I don't know, though. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, when he's angry or facing any kind of adversity, like all this stuff about him lying about being vaccinated, if he plays, I would be concerned. <laughs> if the Seahawks have Geno Smith, I, I don't know. He could destroy the Seahawks just out of spite. He seems to get motivated very easily and loves to prove people wrong. But I don't know that his anger is stronger than COVID. So <laughs> that's that's the he, thing. He but maybe he's a three-time yeah. COVID champ, and we don't know that. He's like, oh, this but, is nothing. So, <laughs> but the bottom line is he can't practice till Saturday. He I means he's out ten days. Those are the rules. He's out ten Aaron days. Rogers, are we really that concerned? I'll, he's not practicing. I'm how not, did, I actually see it as a benefit because how did he look during well that rested. interview on Friday? How did he look? Forget what he was saying. I'm just saying, just his face. He didn't look very good. No, I mean, I'm, he's God. trying to put on a front, too. I mean, I didn't think he looked great. Right. I mean, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, that's how I want to start my weekend. Whew. That was a lot there from old Aaron. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that number. We'll follow that across the week. All right, what are we doing with the Cardinals? Joe, what are we doing? They had an impression yesterday. Or is that the, Niner, or the Niners stink? Did they impress okay. you? They went with Colt McCoy. Listen, man, it's it, what we have to do. I, I think it's our duty. We have to do is we can rip Kyle Shanahan, and that's certainly fair. But at some point, we've got to start talking about how much better Cliff Kingsbury is as a head coach. Like that—that's what the sports coach betting world. Of the year, is. baby. Well, he's the favorite <laughs> that is right now. One of the ones I have. And he should be. He should be the favorite right now. Um, so the Shanahan stuff is going to dominate everything because of his decisions, for for a multitude of reasons, and and that should be the case, but. We've got it. It's time to talk about Cliff, right? With with McCoy and without all his, those weapons on offense, they didn't have like it's the James Conner show. What? We can but no one wanted. Go, but yeah. you, you've got to give the team with the best record in the NFL some credit here. So I think this is interesting. So we've been talking through the NFC market right now to get to the Super Bowl. We talked to the AFC earlier. So I just pulled up the Super Bowl odds right now. And, and for the last couple of weeks, we've talked about how five of the best six teams maybe in the NFL belong in the NFC. And we've talked through those five teams. And I assumed when I clicked on here today, the Titans would be the AFC team that made the jump into the mix. They're not. It's Tampa Bay is the favorite. Buffalo, hmm. even off the losses next. Rams, Cardinals, it's the Ravens. The Ravens at 10 to 1 have jumped to the Cowboys Packers territory. Titans still behind them. So the market is telling us, Packers, Cowboys, Ravens. That's the mix. And the Cardinals, Rams, Bucks are the favorites in the Cardinals NFC right now. Cardinals are not. Oh, wow. All right. That impressed you know people. What, it did. You know what could be a dangerous game is the way the Washington football team played the Buccaneers last year. They're playing this week. The Bucks coming off that loss to the Saints. But remember how tough Washington played the Bucks last year? It's the first Give time I'll say it this week. Give me Tampa by a million. No. Too many points. Tampa's Too many covering. points. Too many points. Nine and a half. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with BetQL Daily. Presented as always by FanDuel Sports. We will talk college football and first thoughts on the college basketball season next, right here on the BetQL Network.